In this week's parasha, the Torah tells us how the Ebrish, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, made a promise that he will never bring a marble again, and that the seasons of the year will never change. Winter, summer, fall, spring, because during the marble, all the seasons were halted. Everything was a standstill for the entire year of the marble. And Hashem says that this disruption of nature, of the natural cycle of the seasons, will never happen again. They will never be interrupted, they will never rest. Chazal learned from this regarding Shabbos. That this is a commandment that the Bnei Noyach, this was after the Mabu, Hashem spoke to Noyach and his children, that Bnei Noyach are not supposed to rest. Not just that the cycle of nature won't rest, but people are not supposed to rest. Just like Jews rest on a Shabbos, Goyim <coughs> cannot rest the same way. <coughs> this is a halacha, and it's a Rambam brings it, that even after Matan Torah, this halacha uh, persists, that Bnei Noyach are not supposed to keep a day of rest. In the Rambam Paskins, this is not only for Shabbos, if in any other day of the week, they're not supposed to rest. The question in halacha is, what, what is the definition of rest? Is the definition of rest the same definition as we have regarding Shabbos? The Jewish definition of rest regarding Shabbos, which is very different than the conventional idea of rest. The conventional idea of rest means that you don't work. You know, you stay home, you kick up your feet, and uh, you read a newspaper, and you, you take a snooze. <coughs> The idea of rest, the way Torah defines rest for Shabbos, is very different. It's not about hard work. It's about certain malachas, 39 categories of malachas. So the question is, <clears throat> is that what a goy is not supposed to emulate and make a day of rest that imitates the halachas of Shabbos? Or does it mean that in general, the conventional idea of rest, that a goy is not supposed to have a day where he rests, where he takes off from work, and uh, <clears throat> it would seem on the one hand from many uh, Chazal, Medrashim and from the davening you didn't give the Shabbos to the nations we know what it says that uh, Shabbos is a sign between me and you and if they take that sign that's, um, it's a problem it's like an intrusion in the relationship of uh, Hashem and the Jewish people for many Chazal it seems indicative that we're talking about a goy observing Shabbos the way we Jews observe Shabbos. <coughs> we say in the davening, obviously we're saying you didn't give the Shabbos the way we have it to the goyim. <coughs> Others, like the Orach Lener in his Sefer Binyan Tzin, Shuvas Binyan Tzin, and others, Rabbi Yosef Engel, discusses it. <coughs> From Loshna Rambam, they point out it seems that the main objective was that they shouldn't have a day of rest where there's no productivity. A consistent weekly day where you don't do any work. You stay away from hard work. The conventional idea of work. The nafkemina would be if somebody is converting to Judaism and as a, con as a pr prospective convert, until he's Jewish, he can't keep Shabbos. So what the Bezdin will tell him is to 
transgress Shabbos. The question is, does he have to transgress Shabbos halachically, do a malacha, which is a violation for a Jew to do on Shabbos, or <clears throat> does he have to do something, work, uh, in the conventional sense of work, you know, picking up a heavy load, uh, serving food at a diner, which is something that on Shabbos, perhaps on a day of rest, people don't do. And that's the definition of rest that is prohibited for Bnei Noyach. That's the question. And that, if we define the, the meaning of, of work in the conventional sense, that would answer easily the question that all the Achoinim are, <clears throat> are asking about Avram Avinu. What was Avram Avinu? Was he a Jew or was he a non-Jew? Avram lived before Matan Teiret. Does the definition of Jewishness start by Matan Teiret? As we know from Chazal, this is when Hashem converted us, so to speak. All the laws of conversion we learn from Matan Teiret. So it's a transformation of identity that happened at Matan Teiret. But before Matan Teiret, we had the same status as Bnei Noyach. So Avraham Avinu is a Bnei Noyach. If Avraham Avinu is a Bnei Noyach, then he couldn't keep Shabbos. But Chazal tells us that Avraham Avinu kept the whole Teiret, including Shabbos. And not only that, Chazal insists that he kept Eruv Tavshilin, a mitzvah derabbanan that if Yontav before falls before Shabbos, he would make an Erev Tavshil and Erev Yontav so that he'd be able to cook from Yontav to Shabbos. So if Avraham Avinu had the dinner of Abinu Nayach, then he wouldn't be able to keep Shabbos. It's forbidden. But if we say he's a dinner of Yisrael, according to some Achrinim, the Ramban says that in Eretz Yisrael, they had a dinner of Yisrael. Outside Eretz Yisrael, they had a dinner of Abinu Nayach. So there are different opinions about it. But if we say he's a Benoyach, then it's a real problem. How could Avraham Avinu keep Shabbos? If we say that the definition of resting for a Benoyach, the prohibition for resting, and the definition of what resting means is the conventional meaning of resting, then it's not a Shiloh. <coughs> it's not a Kasha. Avraham Avinu could keep Shabbos in the Jewish sense of Shabbos, and at the same time not violate the losa say of Loish Boisu. He would have done a mundane activity that's not done on, on a day of rest. He would uh, pick up something heavy and move it around. And he would not be in violation of the Jewish concept of Shabbos. And at the same time, he would still be in line with the Loisa of Loish Boisu. From all, from all the Achrenim and Cheskinach, everybody who ponders this question with Avraham Avinu, that if he was a Benenoyach, a Benenoyach, then how could he keep Shabbos? It's evident that they believe that the concept of loyish boisu, that Rabbi Noyach cannot keep Shabbos, that it's defined in the same way as the Torah definition of resting regarding Shabbos for Jews. This is also relevant for people that have maids, live-in maids, like in some countries where people have a live-in maid that does all the work for them. And the question is, can we, um, do we have to make that maid work on Shabbos. Do at least a malacha. Rebbe Eger asked that question in a tshuva. There are many Jews who had living maids, and when everybody observed Shabbos, they also observed Shabbos. And he says that's a real problem, because they are B'nai Noyach, and they're not supposed to keep Shabbos. Now the question is, what are you supposed to make them do? Cook something, like do something which would be considered a transgression on Shabbos for a Jew, or is uh, the loyish boisu uh, requires them only to do any type of work that disrupts 
the mundane definition of peace, of rest. 